The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports? Yeah, and wings, and beer, and fun, and all kinds of stuff. Let's do this. It's a Thursday on the Blitz. Diabolical. Is a Veritex Community Bank Road Show. Live from Buffalo Wild Wings. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman. And the Blitz is on for a Thursday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe. With me, Fred Fowler, the Falcon, AJ Hoffman, Chocolate Braveheart, Aaron Rabel, the Voldemort back in studio. Tyler Scott keeping us on air out here at Buffalo Wild Wings. And uh, it is opening day of baseball, and there are all kinds of cool things going on out here. Uh, come and join us. The uh, Our friends from Carbacher here. So uh, they've got all kinds of cool stuff to give away. We've got uh, Buffalo Wild Wings is doing giveaways every 15 minutes. So they got some cool stuff over here too, by the way. And there's a wing challenge at 5 o'clock and 6 o'clock. If you come out and can eat 10 of these Carolina Reaper wings in five minutes or less, I, I was thinking you, you might want to try this. Uh, but if you can do it, What's then the they got, well, the they got, they got the, the Orbit thing over here. They got a Biggio Orbit totem. Yeah, all kinds of stuff, man. Uh, so then you've got to ask yourself, a Nolan Ryan autographed baseball? Yeah. Oh, boy. Is the long-term viability of my intestinal tract worth an orbit totem yeah i think it is i feel like that's easy for the person to say that's not going to do the wing exactly thing. just how often do you uh say oh you should do this you should do this all the time and, and what do you say i'm done drinking things that are made out of pickle yeah i am i'm not gonna do it i, I, I don't I, have to do what you tell me i don't and here you are trying to peer pressure me yeah because into maybe because you maybe never dying you never do anything so I'm, I'm the one who always has to do the stuff well i think you should do it plus you like stuff like that you love food challenges this isn't you something you I despise do lo- i do love food challenges but i'm 40 years old now uh-oh and there was a time i'm I feel like around 32, 33, where my body just said, hey, bro, I get it. If you want to eat, like, 100 wings in 30 minutes, we'll still play that game. But this eating the hottest thing on the menu game, yeah, we're done with that. And I said, all right, body, that's, if that's a sacrifice I have to make. So I've sacrificed that. I've been off that. And now you're trying to you're trying to put me you're trying to make me turn against the promise I made to my body. Well, you've done worse things to your body. Sure, done worse things today, probably. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it's different. Yeah, I I, I get the whole getting old thing, but every now and then you got to remind yourself, hey, you know, I, I can still do this. I can still get back on the horse. But what if you can't? Well, if you, if you get bucked off, it happens. But that, like, I that, then you know that you. you what don't if I'm saying my body can't take getting bucked off again? Like the next time I get bucked off, I might die. Be good for ratings. It's worth the risk, is what you're yeah, saying. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll I mean, see. I, I I damn near threw up because of your pickle stuff. I don't see any reason why you can't throw up because of the wings. 
And plus, my lips are going to hurt. I'm going to have to try to do <laughs> well, the show. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Anything with Reaper in the name, I'm, I'm all, kid, all kidding aside, I'm not going to – I'm not going to talk you into that. It's a lot easier to do wing, hot wing challenges boneless than bone-in because bone-in, which is my preferred uh, wing method, you have, to, like, you have to come in direct contact with your lips. If it's boneless, you can cut it in half and just pop it in your mouth and drink it. Or drink it, eat it. Uh, <laughs> or drink it, whatever, whatever you prefer. Don't drink the Reaper sauce. Um, but if you have to eat them off the bone, there's no way around it. Like, I guess you could just sit here and cut your meat off the bone, but then you're basically saying, I'm not a man anymore. I'm, 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 but, uh, what was it? We, we, somebody did one of these before and I, I'm pull them off the, with your hand. Yeah. And you pull them in, off and, and, but you're going to get that on your lips. Right. And on your hands. All I know and then it, you're going to touch your eye and then you're going to go to the bathroom and then, like there, a lot of bad stuff comes from anything to do with Carolina Reaper. I would well, hope they'll give you like gloves to cover your hands so you don't get it burned into your skin and touch something that you're not supposed to. If they're giving away stuff for for eating the wings, they don't care about your they don't care about you. They're like, "Oh, just take well, your orbit totem or your your orbit softy ball and just go home and No, whatever, don't go home, stay what, here and keep drinking. Whatever That's happens, what you need in, beer for. You just no. keep drinking Crawford box one after another. They're thinking whatever happens in the bathroom, make sure it happens at the bathroom at your house. And not here at at our restaurant establishment. When uh, when Ashley's uh, boyfriend Tyler did the one out at Tubelos, they gave him yeah. gloves to protect his hands. They yeah, did, we, um, and he almost died. He did. He almost did almost die. die. He yeah, slept he, on the he, sidewalk that night. Yeah, and I, I think they had to stop so he could throw up several times. Yes. Who was, who was the uh, who was the on site producer that day? John Whiteside. Uh, okay. Because that was the deal. Was I forgot if, all about that guy. If, uh, the the deal we made with him was if if he couldn't finish the wing challenge, our on site producer got to make out with his fiance yeah. in front of him. And then and Whiteside said no. I, I th- and you I, would gra- no? you grabbed a guy from the the audience who had a horseshoe dip a in his stranger? mouth. Stranger. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was. Uh, it, I, he felt extra pressure. It was you know like. It would it would have gone really bad for him had he lost that challenge. So uh, good for him for powering through. But I, I've got nothing to push me like that right now. <laughs> no, nah, honestly, the the last time you you did one of those because you had already done that challenge. Yes, yeah, you did it like on a, when you guys were there for a fight or something. And uh, I only I had one of those, and I almost couldn't do the show. It's it tough. One wing. Now I'm not sure that. There's much difference between one and five when it comes to those things, but boy, when you start getting into ten and there's no break, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you got five minutes. Is that you got five saying? minutes to do ten, and mm. and there's first prize, second prize, third prize. So get here before five. O'clock. So you got to be the fastest too. Uh, if you're gonna get first, that's the worst. Is you eat it, you think you oh I fi- I finished, and you're like oh you weren't the fastest. I'm I'm pretty sure you're scaring people off of this, and I I'm, oh, I'm just I mean, I mean listen, maybe some guys are ballsier than me. I once did a wing challenge, and it, it was how many wings? Because my radio station was fifteen thirty in Austin, and it was how many wings can you eat in fifteen minutes and thirty seconds? And I ate eighty-seven wings in fifteen minutes and thirty seconds, and I'm thinking, boom, jackpot! And then some dude just walked up and ate hundred and two wings, and it's like now I just ate eighty-seven wings, and I, I'm not the champion. Hey man, what have I done to my that? Why, why did I eat 87 wings in 15 minutes to not be the champion? That, that's I, didn't we do something like that where there was a bucket of wings? Oh yeah, we had a hundred. Yeah. between the two of us, the, we had a hundred yeah. wings. We had to eat hundred wings during it. the show, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we yeah. did. Yeah, we did. It, it was uh, 
Although, as much as I love wings, it was like a month before I could eat them again. Yeah. It, it, it turned me off for a little I while. I think what I'm going to do at Buffalo Wild Wings today is order some non-Carolina Reaper wings and enjoy them. That's actually what I did before you got here. Yeah, and, and not have to worry about long-term effects. It's just going to be... You know, we could shame Tyler into this. Tyler will do it. He's hard, man. He's Plus, hard he wants nails. that orbit totem. He, he'll tank it yeah. for a second just okay, to get Okay, I do it. want the orbit that totem. That could be at your house. Yeah. I know. But, mm, I don't know. And worst case scenario, you get this miniature baseball hacky sack. That's true. Yeah. I bet they'll give you that as a consolation prize. If, just for trying. If nothing that would, else. That would be lovely. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can do it. So, anyway, uh, you need to get out Plus, here. Plus, there's chicks here, Tyler. Yeah, well, Man, I mean, but you, then you got to chicks see you do something like that. They're like, ooh. But the chicks who are impressed by you eating really hot wings. I Is that know. the kind of chick you want to take home to mom? Is that Not what you're really, saying? Yeah. Yeah. Who cares about what mom thinks? I'm talking about a one time slammer banger. Like <laughs> she make, likes it hot. Yeah, she likes it hot. Yeah. I'm telling you, she's in the Man. moment. She's in she's, her your, your mouth is on fire. Her loins are on fire. And they come together like Voltron. Well, then her loins might be on fire after as yeah. well. Yeah, she but might she be likes into that. that. Yeah. Yeah. She likes that. I mean, I, I don't know what kind of women you've been hanging out with, but I know a few <laughs> that like that kind of stuff. Uh, we're at, in Hedwig Village, by the way, so come on out, Buffalo Wild Wings. And, uh, oh, yeah, Rogelio's here. He'll, he'll do that challenge. He's not scared. I guarantee you he'll do it. We'll shame him into Rogelio's scared. Yeah, he, he's, he's like, what are, you, what are you talking about, man? Yeah. I just got here. I just got off work. Leave me alone. Don't be making me eat those Reaper wings. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. 713-780-ESPN if you want to text the show. And uh, uh, shout out to the staff here, by the way. The the uh, people here are fantastic. Shout out to the fish. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know if they have fish on the menu. I, I had wings. But uh, really nice staff. It's the Linton season. I bet they do. Probably so. Probably so. I bet I could get some fish and chips. No? Mm. Mm. All right. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, fine. All right. Quick break. Uh, we might have some news on your UT coach when we come back. Yeah, we'll talk about the uh, – I mean, I don't want to say I told you so. You, but you, you I don't kind – well, I kind of told people so. You always tell people so. I know. So we'll talk about that. And then uh, 4.30 we will have – the UFC uh, lightweight number one contender, Michael Chandler, is going to talk to us. He's fighting for a title here in Houston next month. Uh, at 5 o'clock, we will talk to former Texan Brian Cushing, uh, who is getting into the MMA world. So we've got some, uh, some interesting discussions to have there. And uh, Brad Powers at 5.30 to talk Final Four. we got a full show today, Freddie boy. Yeah, we do. And... Uh all good guests. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. And as you get out here, make sure you uh, get yourself a Crawford Bach or a Hoppadillo. And besides the UT news, I have some really good news for baseball fans about beer that we'll get to. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. Listening to a Veritex Community Bank Roadshow live from Buffalo Wild Wings. This is the Blitz.
on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. It's a different job than Texas Tech. Texas Tech, you're, you have something built in. You have built in in that Lubbock community. All right, you're the NBA team. There's great passion. There's great ownership. I mean, like Texas Tech is good. All right, all of a sudden, everyone is involved. Everyone is all in. At, in Austin, it's a little different. And we're back on the Blitz live at Buffalo Wild Wings in Hedwig Village. You need to get out here. What does that mean? In Austin, it's a little different. Uh, it means you people are weird. We know that. Well, who's you people, first Austin, of all? Austin people. I'm not an Austin person. Yes, you are. You can take, you can, you can take the a-hole out of Austin but, or something like that. I, I've lived here for now <laughs> 11 years. I feel like I'm, I, I'm, I'm part of the culture here now, I feel like. Uh, no, no, you're not, but that's okay. okay. <laughs> you're still an Austin right, guy. Then. You're a longhorn honk. We all know that. No, uh, but you, you've talked about this for a while now that, uh, I mean, that, that was the target was Chris Beard. Yeah, and Chris, listen, a Texas Tech fan didn't want to hear it because why would you leave Texas Tech? We've got great facilities. We're paying them $5 million a year. Well, you forget that that's where the guy went to school, and that's where he, you know, that's where he's, that's home. Uh, and te- Texas Tech, the, listen, I, I've been kind of disappointed in Tech fan. I talked to a tech alum buddy of mine who said well you got to remember tech fan get a tech fan but i saw someone saying i hope his u-haul crashes on the way to austin oh, it's like bleep's sake maybe that re- guy got you to a championship maybe remember that you played in a championship game they built brand new facilities like you, you you're now a, a basketball school thanks to chris beard like bobby knight couldn't get texas tech basketball where chris beard got it so and it's not like he left you for any old school he left for his alma mater you you you, got, you can't like hope he dies in a fire now. It's crazy. Uh, no, when man, look, when Tom Herman left, I didn't wish any ill will. I mean, look at what he did for that program. Look at the facilities yep. they built because of him. You know, it, it, you wish the guy luck. And and yeah, I get Tech has the uh, there, there's a little penis envy when it comes to Texas with every school in the state. So Tech going to Texas, I, I mean, from going from Tech to Texas is going to piss him off. But so what? You made it to a championship game with the guy. But how about thank you for your service? Sir? Yeah, but I also th- that same tech alum was like, who goes to a championship game and an elite eight, and then they build you a brand new facility and then you leave that school for a school in the same conference? When does that ever happen? And I was like, well, you make a good point. It, it, it yeah, but it's every situation's different, right? Although Tony Bennett is apparently one of the targets for North Carolina, and I mean he just won a national championship at Virginia. Yeah. And now, North Carolina's not Texas uh, when it comes to basketball, so it's it's a little it's a little apples to oranges. But uh, like I said, if it weren't Chris Beard's, like if that wasn't if he wasn't an alum, I don't think he would have left Texas Tech. I think right, he was Roy happy Williams there. left Kansas for North Carolina, yep. which was also at the time you're like really, but it Who makes sense. Kansas, yeah, it made sense. So yeah, it sucks for Tech fan, but you know what? That's a uh, that happens. I think uh, I think he's going to get the uh, – they're, they're going to get Grant McCaslin, who's the, the head coach at North Texas, who's very, very good and culturally a good fit, uh, a similar style they'll run. I, I think it's a, a good plan. Yeah, and, you know, I think he'll have success there. All right, so uh, I promised you a uh, a beer update. Okay. And since our friends from Carbock are here, they'll want to hear this too. 
They released the most popular beer at every stadium in baseball since its opening day. Okay. And most of them are, are local craft beers. Uh, Cleveland, for some reason, it's Miller Lite. So I don't know what to say about you, Indian fan. But uh, what's the what's the White Sox? Is it old I, style? I, I can't find the damn story now. Oh. So I, there's only three that I remember, and that's because they're important. I went to the White Sox game, and they tried to get like everybody drinks old style, which is basically yeah, like was, Chicago I, PBR. I and think that's what it was. Yeah, it is vile, vile. Well, yeah, because. Uh, but would you care to guess what it is at Minute Maid Park? I already know what it is, bro. Of course you know what it's it Crawford is. It's Crawford Bach. It's Crawford Bach. But you know what? I have nice things to say about our friends in uh, Arlington. Oh, is it Crawford Bach there, too? No, it is not Crawford Bach. It should be. Well, what are those scumbags drinking? Oh, a little thing called Hopadillo. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, congratulations, Rangers fan. You don't suck after all. You know what? That's, that's a ballsy play by Ranger fan because drinking IPAs when it's like 120 degrees, which it always is in their stadium, Oh, their old stadium, their new stadium, I think, is air-conditioned and fancy. So now it makes more sense. But drinking IPAs in that heat. Uh, yeah, everyday hero. Okay. You've had Rev- I've, I've had. I've had oh, I guarantee yeah. if we went through every single one of them, you've had every beer on that list. So uh, the White Sox uh, is, I have the list. Okay. Yeah, everyday, everyday hero, hero by, yeah. Revolu- by Revolution. That's It's like their... Um, session IPA. Their session IPA, yeah. yeah. Uh, Tyler, go through a few for him. All right. We, we got some time uh, City Field in... Uh, Mets. What well, do you think? Oh, I don't I have no idea. I, don't, I mean. It's uh, Henry Hops by Mickler. Oh, I haven't had that. Okay, yeah. there's one. No. Uh, Mariners, uh, have you heard of Hop Valley Brewing yeah, Company? I've had it. The Citrus Mistress? I've had every beer there is to have at Safeco. <laughs> okay. Trust me. Uh, Pittsburgh Pirates is uh, by Pittsburgh Brewing Company. Have you had anything? No. I would have expected it to be Yingling because that's what all those filth bags drink. It is not. It is uh, icy light. Okay. Uh, let's see. Baltimore Orioles. Uh, it's one called Steady Eddie. So that's a baseball okay. theme yeah, from yeah. Union Craft Brewing. Yeah, Cleveland is Miller Light. Uh, Minnesota Twins. This one might throw you off. It's a Goose Island beer. Oh, really? Yeah. It's called Next Coast. Okay. So there's a lot of uh, hazy IPAs in here. Uh, what, what, are, what are the Dodgers doing? Dodgers. Let me find it. Urine. Uh, come on. Oakland, Detroit. It's not. This list is not in. It's not in any order. kind of order. That so was. Why would yeah. they do that? I don't uh, know. It was just. But uh, it, yeah, like I said, I was really interested in the fact that Cleveland had uh, Miller Lite and then Carbach. Was Dodgers are uh, Golden Bro- Golden Road Brewing's Dodgers Blonde Ale. Okay, so they so got it's one another baseball team. Yeah. I think a few of these, are like uh, the Padres, they have a uh, Ballast Point beer baseball collaboration beer. I think a lot of breweries do they make a collab with a with a local brewer. Yeah. I think that Crawford Bach though has kind of gone beyond that because yeah. Uh, you can get Crawford Bach all over the damn state. Yeah. Uh, you're not getting steady Eddie, uh, you know, all, all over the place in Maryland, I wouldn't think. All right, one more I want to ask about. What about Toronto? I I just so happen to have it on the screen. Labatt's Blue? Uh no, it's an American beer. Oh, okay. It's a St. Louis uh, brewed beer. Is, does it start with Anheuser? Yes, it does. And Indian uh, Bush? Is yes, it, it does. Bud Light or Budweiser? It's Budweiser. Uh, Bud Heavies. Uh, you know, they do drink a lot of Budweiser. What are they doing? Is it Coors Field? Do they do Coors Light? Uh, Coors Field. Shame. Let me 
again, not in any particular order. If I was Coors Field, I would only allow my beer to be Here sold there. I'd just kick everybody else out. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, Colorado Rockies. Wait, that's a second. That's number two for Citrus Mistress. Oh, really? Yeah. Good for them. Hmm. That means people aren't drinking that swill Coors Light. I, I, I got to say, I'm very disappointed in the people of Toronto. They're, that's I your mean, people, at man. Least, it, it, at least Canadian. No, three, actually. San Francisco Giants. They have uh, that same citrus mistress. Interesting. Yeah. It's a very popular beer. I think Crawford Box should just sweep the nation. But what do I know? No, I, no I one's agree. listening to me. I agree. No, I'm, I'm with you 100%. I bet if you completed that wing challenge, and Crawford Box would sweep the nation. Maybe so. Somebody said Eddie Sutton had great success at Arkansas and left for Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky's a much better program than Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a different that's a different animal. Leaving for places like Kentucky or North Carolina or Kansas that doesn't count. Yeah, the Kansas to North Carolina was different because those are two of the absolute elites. Yeah. and you know, like you, but can, it was also a guy get, going home. So you can never get mad if your school, like if 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 somebody leaves your school to go to like a a top flight blue blood program. You just can't hate on them for that. Those jobs open up like once a decade. And someone was asking about Nate Oates. Or I, I mentioned Nate Oates as a possible candidate at North Carolina who uh, went from Buffalo and, and has been in, in Alabama and has done some good things at Alabama already. Um, but they were like, well, Nate Oates wouldn't leave. He's got a great class coming in. And they, they, I said, you're telling me that Nate Oates wouldn't field a call? Yeah, from North Carolina. Yeah. I, I, I don't care. I don't it. care how well he did at Alabama. That's, yeah, that's a. There's what three, four. We talk about football programs all the time. There's three or four basketball programs that. I'd, uh, I'd be curious who you're talking to. Uh, you, somebody sent you a text saying that North Carolina is looking at Stackhouse. Yeah, I would be shocked if it's Jerry Stackhouse, and if it is, North Carolina's shooting themselves in the foot because Jerry Stackhouse, it, in two years in the SEC, has won six conference basketball games. Jerry Stackhouse hasn't proven himself to be a good coach, much less to, to fail upwards to North Carolina. I, there, there's way better candidates than Jerry Stackhouse right now. I would agree, but just passing it on. Okay. So tell people about TGS. TGS Insurance, you want to uh, – well, you don't want to. You, you have to pay homeowner's insurance if you own your home, and that kind of stinks. But listen, you got to do it. That's part of the deal. What you don't have to do is pay too much. And I, for one, was paying too much. And I got with TGS. All I had to do was text the word money to 232323. They replied back, said, hey, what's your address? I told them, boom, 15 seconds. They had a full and firm home quote, homeowner's insurance quote in my inbox just like that. And there was no obligation. But, of course, once I compared it to to my other what I was paying, I'm like, oh, I'm going to save $1,000 this year. Well, why wouldn't you save $1,000? Graham at our office saved $2,600 by switching. And it's all A-rated insurance. Uh, basically, all they're doing for you is just shopping and saying, hey, this is, this is what you could be getting. Why not try it out? Like I said, no obligation. If you don't like what you see, big, no big deal. The average customer is saving 900 bucks, though. Text the word money to 232323 for TGS insurance. Uh, 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 this 
is a Veritex Community Bank Roadshow, live from Buffalo Wild Wings. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Bauer and A.J. Hoffman. All right, we are back on The Blitz live at Buffalo Wild Wings in Hedwig Village. And uh, join now on the program, I believe. Aaron, we're good? All right, we got uh, the the next challenger to the UFC lightweight title, Michael Chandler, on the phone with us. Michael, how you doing, man? Mm. All right, Aaron. All right, thanks. Yeah, Michael Chandler, who is uh, he's fighting Charles Oliveira for the lightweight title here in Houston next month. Uh, obviously. Always big when the UFC is in town, so we're excited about it. Oh, oh okay. Well, that's all good. We we got we we're good. Um, but here here's the uh, I've got some some copy points while we're at it for UFC 262, uh, taking place on Saturday, May 15th at Toyota Center. Uh, the number three ranked contender Charles Oliveira, number four contender Michael Chandler. First time in three years they'll have a new UFC lightweight champion. Uh, so we'll, we'll hope to talk to Michael Chandler here in a moment. Fighting a former teammate of mine, may, that makes for, uh, for awkwardness. Yes, thank you for that. Appreciate it, Tyler. Uh, Should be ready. All right. All right, we have him now. Uh, Michael Chandler on the line with us. Michael? Hey, how are you? Doing well, man. How are you? I'm good, man. Just about ready to get a workout in and get ready for this title fight. Man, I'm I'm curious because obviously you uh, you made a big splash in your in your your UFC debut uh, and and really major major presence felt. Did you expect to have a chance to fight for a for a title so quickly into your uh, UFC career? Um, I gotta say um, I didn't expect it because I never expect you know I always expect the worst but but pray for the best and work like work like attaining the best it depends on my work and my my merit. Um, but you know, given the state of the lightweight division and what's going on, Khabib retiring, Poirier and Connor being tied up, Gaethje needing to come off of a win um, to get a title shot, I'm not surprised. If you really look at the landscape of the lightweight division, and um, you know, I think it worked out well, and we're going to get that gold in Houston on May 15th. Did you feel like everything was kind of in limbo until until Dana like confirmed, confirmed, confirmed that Khabib was retiring? Because it seemed like. There was always this possibility that he may change his mind, and really Dana was perpetuating that. Did you kind of feel like what was going to happen with you was in limbo and was really kind of up to Khabib? Uh, I wouldn't really call it limbo because, I mean, the division was going to keep playing itself out and keep working itself out and and finding the clear-cut number one contender. Um, whether it could be stuck around for another year, six months, or whatever it was going to be, you know, there was there was fights out there. You had Charles Charles Oliveira, myself. With fights not booked, you had Gaethje with fight with a fight not booked. Um, you had the Poirier versus uh, McGregor that was most likely going to happen again, obviously because of the trilogy that needed to be finished. Um, so there was fights that that were going to be made, and truthfully, um, you know, it it the division could be playing out the exact same way right now. Um, if with Khabib being the champion, with me and Charles fighting each other, maybe, obviously not for the title, but um, you know, it's a it was a hairy hairy uh, un. Uh, kind of unpredictable situation. Um, so I guess you could call it limbo, but really 
you know, Khabib's, Khabib's, Khabib's a legend. He deserves to be able to retire uh, more than anything. I'm just glad he, you know, he made his definitive decision. And now we got a new lightweight strap on the line, and I'm going to go win it on May 15th. When you join the UFC, uh, and obviously at that point, Khabib is, is on top of the world. Khabib looks, he's looked unbeatable for years. I mean, he's in the discussion for greatest lightweight of all time. And I'm, I'm sure when you sign with the UFC, you're assuming I'm going to get a crack at this guy. Is it a little bit... Is it a little bittersweet that it looks like you're not going to ever get a shot at fighting Khabib? No, because I think this happens with every division and every sport and every uh, um, kind of every possible scenario. You know, guys guys retire, um, people lose, people people fade off into the sunset, sail off into the sunset. You know, this was just the, the given circumstances for the, the state of the lightweight division at this time at in this season. Um, you know, I made it no secret I wanted to fight that man. I wanted to fight him, but um, you know, I wish him well in his retirement, and now it's time to, to focus on me becoming the champion, and, and now me uh, going on a run right now in the UFC, and me going undefeated in the UFC, and me holding the lightweight strap. So um, I wish him well in retirement, but you know, now it's a it's kind of a new era, if you will, in the lightweight division, and it's uh, it's going to be a fun one. Uh, full disclosure: uh, Charles Oliveira was a, a teammate of mine for several years when I started training. Uh, and so I, I, I'm, I know him very well and I'm curious, like when you saw, and obviously you, you show up in the UFC, you run through Dan Hooker. I don't think anybody expected you to dominate Dan Hooker the way that you did. I don't think anybody expected Charles to, to dominate Tony Ferguson the way that he did. What, what do you think Charles presents as an opponent that that's maybe something you haven't seen or is, is something that, that could be a challenge to you? Uh, Charles is a consummate, you know, consummate competitor. Uh, he goes in there, comes out hard, and he's, he's got slick submissions, and he, he's great everywhere. You know, he's a tall test. Um, but yeah, nobody, nobody's ran through Dan Hooker like I did. It took me two and a half minutes to do what Dustin Poirier and Paul Felder couldn't do in 25 minutes. Um, so I think it's just a testament to my power, a testament to the calling on my life to be able to go out there, get in somebody's face, put my hands on them, and, and get the finish. Um, that's not to say that I am. Um, I am supremely confident, but it's also a fight. You know, it's a fight with a, a, a guy who's on a seven, eight fight win streak. Um, he looked great in his last fight. His confidence is sky high. So I'm coming in, dotting my eyes, crossing my T's, and, and coming in um, into training every single day, pushing myself like I never have before. And I'm going to go get the, get the belt by any means necessary. Uh, they've added some other cards to the fight, including Tony Ferguson and Benil Dariush uh, fighting uh, some lightweights, which should be a great fight. But uh, the co-main event now, Leon Edwards and Nate Diaz, the first time there's been a five-round non-title co-main event in UFC history. How, how exciting is it to be added or, or to be on a card with a guy like Nate Diaz who, when you get pay-per-view points, it's always nice to have Nate Diaz on the card, right? Yeah, you know he's uh, he's obviously a draw, um, and it was uh, it was a, it was a late addition and uh, came out of nowhere. I feel like it came out of left field. So um, it'll be fun. It'll be a fun week. It'll be fun press conferences. There'll be a lot of a lot of hoopla, a lot of eyeballs, and a packed stadium there at the Toyota Center, May fifteenth, man. So it's uh it's good. You know, it's it stacked the car from top to bottom, from a, you know the vacant lightweight title to the return of Diaz to you know Ferguson and Darius, Burgos and Barboza. Uh, man, it's just a stacked card, top to bottom, and it's going to be a blast. And I can't wait to uh, to headline the thing and put a put an exclamation mark on the night and uh, walk away with UFC gold. Should be a fantastic event, of course, on pay per view on ESPN Plus. Uh, that's Saturday, May fifteenth, from the Toyota Center here in Houston. Tickets are available. 
uh, tomorrow, 10 a.m. at toyotacenter.com. So make sure you go grab them then. Michael Chandler is the headliner against Charles Oliveira for the lightweight title. Appreciate the time, Michael. Sorry to keep you from your workout, man. Enjoy that, and, uh, and we'll see you here in, uh, in the middle of May. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Appreciate you. I'll see you guys, uh, you guys May 15th. All right. That's Michael Chandler. That's going to be a good card, man. It's going to be fun. It's, it's so nice cool to have, to have him back here. Yeah, as I say, it's so cool to have him back in Houston. And, you know, again, we talk about getting closer to normal on things. It feels like having the UFC here feels normal. Yeah. You know, and and, um, and I, I'm just glad it's there, there's so many. I mean, that's two really interesting fights right there at the top. So uh, kind of curious to see how your, your buddy Charles does against him. I think that's a, he's a, good, man. He's good. Like he's one of those guys who kind of flew under the radar because he was in Bellator for so long. Uh, but he he can bang, and like like he was saying, he he went through Dan Hooker like nobody's business, and Dan Hooker is good, and he made him he just made him look terrible. Yeah, and he doesn't like for confidence either. No, <laughs> which is yeah, hey, no, that's a he good thing. Not. That's a good thing, man. All right, seven one three seven eight zero ESPN. If you want to text the show, seven one three seven eight zero. 3776, or you know, all the other ways to get in touch with us. You, you can get on Twitch and comment there. You don't get to see us. You get to see, once again, a goofy photo of both of us. But that's all right. You can see Aaron. Aaron looks. He looks like he normally looks. Yeah, yeah. Like it's the side of his head, which yeah. is what you usually get uh, on there. And, and he's pretending like he's working. He's just kind of staring around doing absolutely nothing. But that's okay. Uh, but you can put your comments on there. We'll read them. And a lot more to get to. We got uh, Brian Cushing coming up at five o'clock, which uh, should be interesting. It's continue the MMA talk and along with some other stuff. So uh, yeah, and then uh, I, there's something I want to get to next segment that Aaron texted us last night that I think is there's only one answer to this question, and we'll do that when we come back. It's uh, it involves. Betting a million dollars on something. Okay. And there's three options, and I think there's only one answer. I I saw that, and I, I wanted to know what are the rules. Like, well, we'll what, talk, I want to know conditions before we'll, I place we'll my We'll talk wager. about that when, when right. we come back. It's The Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. This is The Blitz on ESPN. 97.5. You're listening to a Veritex Community Bank Roadshow, live from Buffalo Wild Wings. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back here at the Buffalo Wild Wings, Hedwig Village. Now more than ever, you can count on Texas Mattress Makers for your best night's sleep. Texas Mattress Makers keeps their promise to give you handcrafted, custom-fitted mattresses while keeping their prices low for you and your family. Shop local and confidently online at TexasMattressMakers.com or visit one of their four showrooms in Katy, the Woodlands, East Downtown Houston, or Baybrook, now in Baybrook. We haven't uh, we haven't been to the Baybrook store. That's uh, we have not. That's uh, the only one we haven't been to. Uh, all right, so I, I I tease this. Aaron really wanted to talk about this because he texted us about it last night. So I know he's serious. So basically, you uh, have a million dollars to bet. You have three things, 
and you could pick from one of the following with your million dollars. Steph Curry making 100 straight free throws. Justin Tucker making 100 straight 40-yard field goals. Or Justin Verlander throwing 100 straight strikes at any speed he wants. You say there's only one answer. Huh? I, I think there's only one answer here. But I, I'm curious what you think. Okay, so here's my here, here's what I'm asking about conditions-wise. Is Justin Tucker in a dome? Uh, like, are there weather conditions? I'm going to say no because there's not weather conditions for Steph Curry or Justin Verlander. Okay. Uh, is there is there a, a, an opponent on the field, or, or is it just like no, you're just warm-ups? Kicking, you're just kicking a field goal, just like Verlander's just throwing the ball. And my other question about Verlander, are we, what are we considering a strike? Like, we're, now you bring a human element into it with we'll, Verlander. We'll use, the ro- we'll use the robo-strike zone. Because they, they don't clarify this stuff. I'm doing it for you. Okay. Uh, I think I'll go with Justin Tucker. Yeah, to me that's the only answer. Because uh, free throws, even with you know, no, no fatigue, you're not making 100 free throws no matter how good you are. And I feel it, like just it, it can happen, but it's not going. And to. if anybody was going to do it, it would be Steph. Yeah, like, I, I, I mean, he's the right choice for that. Uh, and then, as far as Verlander goes, all it takes is one ball to slip, and you're not in the strike zone. Well, also, his his elbow's all messed up still. He well, I mean, yeah, he'd, he'd have to throw left-handed right yeah. now, so he's out. Yeah, he's out. I think it's Justin Tucker. I agree. I would have felt better about that answer two years ago. I think maybe uh, Justin Tucker. I, I I feel like he's declined to just like, you know. He's the, he's still the best kicker in the league, just not by as much as he used to be. So yeah, he missed a kick this year. He's borderline human these days. Yeah, uh, but I would still I would still take Justin Tucker with nobody on the field. Yeah, just him him kicking. Thunk, thunk, yeah, I'll I'll thunk. take that. Yeah, I mean ordinarily, I, I mean Verlander I would have thought of first, but if you think about it, if the guy's just throwing seventy miles an hour to try to hit those strikes, it's going to mess up your rhythm. You're not going to. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, it's just playing catch, but sooner or later you're going to make a bad throw. So, yeah, I, I would take Justin Tucker. Now, realistically, I don't think any one of them succeed. I don't think any one of them could do 100. Ooh. I mean, it would take – I guess it depends on how many tries you give them all. Like, if you just say, like all the right. the first one to do 100 consecutive? Yeah, the first one that can do 100, and you get multiple tries. Like, once you – if you miss one, you just start over. Yeah, you start back at one. I still think I'd take Tucker. I think, I, I think I'd have to take Tucker. Although, if it's something that's going to drag out, I think I'd take Curry because now, the, the fatigue factor would come in with the other guys. Now, I will say that, and mind you, yeah, throwing, throwing 100 pitches is a lot. Now, throwing 100 pitches at any speed you yeah. want, like warm-up pitches, isn't that bad. I will say there are guys, like, had you said prime Greg Maddox throws 100 straight strikes? I'd buy that. Yeah, I, I might... Uh, that might take him. But it, Justin Verlander, like, I mean, control is, is strong. It's a strong suit for Justin, but it's not what makes him necessarily, even when, he's, when he is totally healthy. So, no, I, I, I think Tucker is the way to go. But it is an interesting uh, – Yeah. It's an interesting conversation. In, interesting question. Yeah. So, Where did you find that question, Aaron? Some guy on Twitter uh, or Barstool what? put it out yesterday. yesterday. Oh, okay. But, I mean, I would – I'd say I'd like to go with Justin Tucker, but I think I might go with Verlander just for the fact that all it takes is Tucker kicking it high enough that some cross breeze from the AC in the dome or something hitting it, and it 
deflects off of the uh, the goalpost. I don't know if I would play that odds versus Verlander literally going out there and just lobbing curveballs over and over again into a square. I think he could do that when he's fully lobbing healthy. Lobbing curveballs over and over? Just something. I, I mean, I anything slow. Just yeah. Literally, just almost like beer pong. Just As long as it goes up and it lands in the square, he's good. I think he could do that. Okay. Yeah, I'm. By the way, I'm turning the air conditioner off. Yeah, so that there's no I, like we, we were going with it with, you know. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you don't know surroundings. What, say he kicks it 35, 40 feet in the air. You don't know exactly 100 percent what the air is doing up there. So, all it takes is a small gust from something, some dumb, you know, stadium worker opening the door at the wrong time, and it pulls it or pushes it one way. I don't know. I feel like you're stretching. Yeah, here. you really I are. Am. You really That's are. That's why I said. I want, <laughs> because, I'm, by the way, if I'm setting up the conditions, uh, I've got the roof closed. If the air conditioner has any impact, it's turned off. I mean, and I have no stadium workers in there. Verlander's so pitching off dirt. So what if a speck of dirt gets up into his eye while he's throwing? Well, what if? Uh, yeah, what if, what if somebody on, opens the door and it blows the wind on, on the curveball? He would never do that. He's Justin Tucker. He's the greatest football player that ever lived, yeah. according to, uh, to AJ. The best football player in the history of football, and you're thinking he's going to slip? Come on. Let's be real. What Was there like a poll? Did Was there some sort of a winner to this thing? Uh, or, uh, I only saw the tweet from them, and okay. it immediately struck me because three of your sports man crushes are right there in the question, so I figured My it'd be... My three favorite players. Yes, it would be difficult for you. It was it, it was difficult for me, but I, I do think it's Justin Tucker. Yeah, if I was just t- taking my favorite, it'd be Verlander, because I don't really like the other two guys. What? I hate Steph Curry. What? Always have. Oh, you're so. He, he's a little punk ass. You're so petty. Uh, he's a great player, but he's a little hey, punk man. ass. That. And, and Justin Tucker's a kicker. Get get over it. Shame on you. <laughs> I I don't I don't count kickers and punters as part of football. Oh, that's insane. Uh, no, it's not. That's that's just how I feel about it. Uh, Justin, Tuck- kickers, Justin Tucker's won called. more more games for his team than Deshaun Watson has for his. Why do I care about Deshaun Watson? Deshaun Just Watson's also assaulted more women than Justin Tucker. Well, that's allegedly. a lot to a little bit. Mm. From 40 to 49 yards, Tucker is 87 of 96. So he hasn't even hit that 100 mark. No, but that's 40 that's to 49. Game well, yeah, like, that's why I'm like else. right at 40, like. No line, like kicking off a tee. Tucker yeah. could easily do that. I, I think he's the only answer. That's what I, yeah. That's And honestly, I think the next answer would be Steph. Yeah. Like throwing a ball into that square a hundred times in a row is yeah. not easy. Yeah, it doesn't matter how, how good you are. I mean, there's just so many variables that can cause you to miss. But oh, I, I, thought I found it interesting. I wish that there was – I need some kind of results. I want to know what the people If think. it was a different pitcher – well, I mean, according to this tweet, like a lot of people are saying Verlander. Even the guy who wrote the article is saying Verlander. But, it, yeah, I don't, I don't know why you wouldn't take Justin Tucker, who has pretty much already proven yeah. that he can – That he's the best football player almost in the world. Almost do this. Yeah. Yeah, well, that was uh, – congrats on finding that, Aaron. I wonder what Steph Curry's longest free throw streak is. Uh, I know his streak for most three-point shots made while TV cameras is on is like 430. He's made 430 straight shots in a row when the when the uh, when the cameras are watching him. Yeah, it, he never misses in, in warmups too. Yeah, well, that's all I'm ta- in, in warmups is what I mean. Yeah, yeah. according to 76 is his longest streak. It ended at 80. Yeah, 
He, okay. He had 80. And that's yeah. game conditions, which is tougher because he's on January 4th. Career yeah. in game situations, so free he's, throws. So, he's so 90 what? 90.7 career. Okay. Uh, so and not, game, game conditions are, I mean, well, for yeah, free like, throws, it's less. Well, it end. is, but you, you can't. I mean, fatigue is a factor. Yeah. I mean, that, that, uh, that's a lot harder than just standing there at the, at the line and just shooting one after another. Um, so this is not just a hundred kicks; it's a hundred ball placements and a hundred plant. No, it's not ball placements. The ball, the guy's going to be. It's perfect conditions. Yeah, you don't have a snap. You don't have to spin the ball. It's like uh, think of it like Top Golf, where the ball just pops up out of the ground. <laughs> yeah, like and it's like the Jetsons. Whack. Like uh, it's some some futuristic thing where the ball just comes up. It's perfectly placed, and he kicks it. Yeah, I, I'm not betting against a man in those conditions. I mean, I'm not betting a million dollars on any of this, just so you know. But okay, here, let me add another one in. Prime Tiger Woods on a par three, hitting the green. Ooh, ooh, hundred times again. Perfect conditions, right? Perfect conditions. How big is the green? Uh, hey, let's, let's let's just take like whatever the let's like take a the sawgrass, the let's tour see. average. Yeah, well, I'd say. Let's oh yeah, okay, okay, yeah, the sawgrass, seventeen and yeah, sawgrass. Take the seventeenth sawgrass. But instead of water, it's got to be land. It, yeah. Like, that would be perfect condition. It's, it's, and I'm not talking about the fringe. Yeah. It's got to land yeah, on the yeah. green. Um, that one's interesting because, yeah, I mean, the water doesn't really matter, right? If you miss the green, you miss the green. But Yeah, but it still plays with your mental game. Yeah. To hit over water. But, I mean, with no wind, I might take Tiger. I think he could do it. Back then. Because, yeah, really, it's it, it's – I mean, wind has such a big impact, and that's why it's so hard to hit yeah. that many shots. And that's only a 129-yard shot yep. for Tiger. I might take Tiger in that. I think, though, that if Steph gets wind of this tweet, which he probably sees it, I bet you he's going to try gonna it, it, and he's oh, going to yeah. do it. Oh, yeah, he'll go out and, he'll go out and do it. It's going to take him a lot of tries, but he'll do it. But Steph is aware of his brand yeah. and social media. Like, oh, he's yeah. social media savvy. He'll do it. But he won't tell us until he actually Justin succeeds. Tucker might do it, too. Justin Tucker probably could, too. You know yeah. who can't do it? JV. Justin Verlander or Tiger Woods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. true. I, they're, I, they're in shared hospital Tiger rooms. right now would be hitting the, the green once yeah. with, with one arm. Uh, womp, womp. <laughs> same thing with Verlander. Verlander had to throw underhanded with his left or arm. Or use one of those clubs from uh, Caddyshack where it shoots the ball. Yeah, yeah. That's illegal. Yeah. That's illegal on tour. But – Perfect conditions. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, just I, I thought I thought it was interesting, and, and Aaron really, really wanted to talk about it. So, there you go. I want to talk about Lawyer Dave because uh, if you're in an accident of any kind, 18-wheeler, industrial, whatever, or you go to hospital, you get bad treatment, there's only one guy to call. It's Lawyer Dave because you're going to take care of him, right? You bet I am, Fred. Hey, Blitzers, it's me. Houston-based lawyer David Mestemaker, Lawyer Dave, the Axe Man. Give me a call at 713-626-8900-247 if you've got a question or, more specifically, you've been in any kind of an accident anywhere, I'll help you out. Well, let's say I'm injured in that accident and i got to call you. How much is that going to cost me and how much is all the, these doctors going to cost me? I mean, what, what, what's the deal? Well, as to that, the consultations are always free, no matter what the question is. If you don't have any money to see a doctor, we'll get you to one without any money out of your pocket up front. If you don't have a way to get back and forth from a doctor because some 18-wheeler crushed your Ford Fiesta, 
we'll get you a ride back and forth. We do our best to help our folks, for sure, Fred. Well, and uh, you don't get paid a dime until we win, right? We fight it together, yeah, from the beginning to the end. You don't pay any legal fees up front. We pay all that stuff at the end, hopefully when we win. Tell them how to get in touch with you. You can email me at lawyerdave.com. You can tweet me at lawyerdavelaw. Call me, 713-626-8900. Or my buddy friend, who I'll be drinking with tonight at the East End, I hope, knows where I am 24-7. All right. If they need a lawyer, what do they do? They had better dial Dave.